While traditional Western medicine can definitely play a role in our overall wellness and management of disease in this country, a class of plant-based substances that doesn't get talked about enough for healing is herbs. Nutritionists, dietitians, why in the world have we not taken ownership over this realm yet? There is so much potential for healing in these. And so today we talk a lot about a couple of the herbs that can really play a role in our overall balance, wellness, and thriving in life. It is so much fun. We're going to have to do like 20 of these episodes, friends, family, clients. Here is herbs. Enjoy. The Whole Healing Podcast. Healing through nutrition by connecting your mind, body, and food. Would you be open to the idea of putting them in the corners of your home where you work? Oh my gosh, definitely. Really? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm I'm all about good end. Heck yeah. You want me to put on my roof? I'll put on my roof. <laughs> Girl, I've got like seven thousand quarters. I'm like all of them. All of them are getting. All of them are getting the stone. <laughs> get Great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. Sweet. I'm gonna be sending you guys goodie packages then. That was good. Good. Okay. Yay! Oh my god, I'm so excited. Sweet. So, who wants to talk about some herbs? Yeah, I would love to. I can. I can kick things off if you want. Love it. You're the. Uh-huh. You're the kind of the king here, Jack. Oh well. I, yeah, I truly love herbal medicine. I think the potential of herbs, the power of herbs is very real, very strong. Uh, And I think a lot of people maybe view using herbs as something that's pretty new and novel, but that is very far from the truth. You know, we, as we know, herbs have been used for thousands of years. I think we just need to get good, reliable, strong consistent clinical trials to show and prove that they're safe and effective. And I think that's part of the reason why there is skepticism around herbs, uh, especially when it comes to doctors in the Western world. And in addition to that, there's some other things that I just want to bring up first before we talk about a couple herbs that we really like and want to highlight. Uh, you know, one is, is just the quality of herbs, right? There's, there's can be a lot of inconsistencies there. Even within the same species of an herb, you can have uh, differences with how they're grown, how they're harvested, how they're processed and encapsulated. All that can change how effective right, it can be once consumed. So you have the quality component, quality assurance, uh, and then we have standardization. So, I mean, pharmaceutical drugs, highly standardized, where we know that uh, this dosage does this with with many people. I think with herbs, we're still learning um, because the research is still getting there. We're catching up to figure out the proper dosages of certain things to treat, prevent illnesses. Um, So not only the dosages, but the form that it's taken. So we can take herbal supplements as a tea. You know, that's probably the most gentle way to get it in our system, but we can also have it in the form of a powder or a tincture or a capsule. So all of those change how how it, how it can be processed and metabolized and the effectiveness there. So the standardization, quality. And then there are some right safety concerns. I, I don't think any more than pharmaceutical drugs, but we have to mention that. And I, I do think the dangers, right, of herbs tends to be overstated, over-exaggerated. 
but there are some contraindications and there are some interactions that you have to be aware of. And, um, you know, as a disclaimer, right, I, I think it's always a good idea to check with your provider before uh, trying any new supplement. Uh, but there are many safe, non-toxic herbs out there to, to certainly try. So having said all that, yeah, I do think herbs are great when, when you're well-informed about them. So does anyone want to start off by sharing a little bit about some that they like? Amen, brother. I don't think I could sit in any of any of that better myself. That was amazing. Um, I was also, cause you're talking about different ways to consume herbs, like in like teas and in capsules. Have you, do you know what I'm talking about? What I like talk about like the, um, like, so I, I got marshmallow root not too long ago and you basically can combine it with water. It's really good for the gut, like for the mucosal membrane of the, of the intestinal lining. Um, yes. Um, so cool. You get gel like substance. It gets, yes. yeah. And it's supposed to coat your intestines. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Do you know what it's called? It's like, a, it's literally, it, you like mix it with water and it becomes a glob. It's yep. just a glob of like powder. And it's so, I don't know what it's called, but, um, and I, had, I was trying to look it up and I can't find it, but it's, it's actually like super interesting to just like swallow a glob of, of water and powder. Cause it's, um, it's mucilaginous. Right. And so it, it like basically makes like this, it's like almost like chia seeds where it, it absorbs the water, but not yeah. fully. So interesting. Yeah. So, uh -huh. so that, that one's one of my favorites. I love marshmallow root and actually licorice root that did wonders for my gut, like none other. And I, what I did is I got licorice root and it's just like, um, it's almost like shavings, right? Like a, like a, like a bark shavings. Mm -hmm. And I just make a tea out of it. And then it coats the entire lining of my GI tract. I can feel it all the way down. It's all, and, and you can, you can taste like the licorice, like flavoring, but it, it's almost like it's almost like, um, like having a, like a, a layer of syrup around my entire GI tract. It feels like it's like, pro like a protected coat. Um, that's the best way I can describe it. Those, those are like some that I've played around with. I wasn't actually as impressed with the marshmallow as I was with the licorice root. Cause I could feel okay. the difference. And I tell people like, Hey, if you can feel the difference. Right. And, and I was just having a, co a conversation with one of our mutual clients about this. Like, you know, if you can, if you're reacting to a certain food, if you're symptomatic to a certain food, then like, that's probably a good sign that like, you shouldn't have the food. But like, if you're, if you get this food sensitivity test done and all these foods, you're, you know, you're sensitive to them, but you don't feel the difference. Then like, is it really that bad that you're sensitive right. to it? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's all about the symptoms and how much our body can handle in that threshold. So on the, on the, on the plus side, you know what I mean? With herbs, I feel the same way. You know what I mean? On, on the flip side, um, like having a good experience with herbs and like tuning into our own inner, you know what I mean? Signs and signals and feelings about herbs can be so powerful. Cause if you're just swallowing a supplement every single day and you don't notice the difference, then like, is it really doing that much good for you? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You bring up a great point too. And like what Jack talked about, like the different types and how you can get it through capsules and powders. I personally love powders because I feel like you can tell the difference. You can kind of gauge your dosage a lot better than a supplement sometimes because supplements prepackaged, you swallow it kind of over with and done, but I feel like powders are nice because you can kind of play around with the doses that works for you and see how you can build or decrease depending on what you feel and your symptoms afterwards. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's like a really powerful way to do it with a powder. I love that, Emily, especially for people who have absorption issues, right? If you're inflamed and you're not absorbing something well, if you have HPA axis dysregulation and you don't have enough stomach acid in your, in your stomach to like break down that capsule, that cellulose capsule, like powders are just insta absorption. Um, so I think that's mm -hmm. exactly. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Emily, any, any herbs you like? 
Yeah. So I have personally been loving peppermint. I think peppermint is such a great personally peppermint tea. I mean, I just talked about powders, but I think peppermint tea is one of the best ways to go about it. Um, it's really, really great for digestion and bloating, um, headaches, energy. I mean, like the list goes on and I feel like that's one of the herbs that you can really feel the benefits with. Um, if you struggle drinking water or just staying hydrated throughout the day too, I feel like peppermint's really easy to sip on caffeine free. You can throw it into cold water, warm water, whatever works. And you can really, really feel those, um, benefits from it. So I love peppermint. It's also really cost effective. Um, so one of my favorites, um, maca powder as well is definitely up there from like a hormonal level. Um, maca powder, I feel like you have to be a little bit more strategic with, because depending on your hormone symptoms, what you're feeling, it may or may not be right for you, but those who are going through menopause, perimenopause, experiencing hot flashes, night sweats, different types of hormonal changes, maca powder might be a really, really good avenue to go through. Um, really great for, again, that balance, fatigue, energy, um, cramping, the list goes on. But again, I like the powder because that's something that you want to test the dose with, right? Some people might need a little bit more. Some people might need a little bit less. Um, and I think trying to just give yourself a week or two, I think is a great way to see how it's actually working. Like one day, two days, you're going to see something, but really not that consistent, um, flow. So give it a week or two, see how your body responds and then kind of tailor the dose as necessary. Um, but yeah, maca powder is really, really great. I think that, I mean, the research too, it's one of those research backs, evidence-based herbs where people are looking into it's an adaptogen stress relief. Um, when you're going through these hormonal changes, it really does exacerbate your stress. So the idea lower your stress. And so if we can do that with a powder and integrate that into a smoothie or a coffee or a tea, um, daily, you can really help see those differences. Very nice. So it's, it's a, it's a superfood that's actually worth the hype, right? You know, yes, I definitely think that. it's worth the hype. <laughs> okay, very good. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, building on to that, couple I really like would be um, some that are related to sleep and stress. Okay, so sleep, I mean, sleep is um, continues to be a major issue in this world, in this country, over half of all people in the U.S. at some point in their life uh, do develop some sleep disorder. So it's an issue. And I think herbs could be a powerful remedy. And um, two that I like are valerian root and kava. So valerian has been one of those that has been used for well over a thousand years, but now it's starting to gain some traction here uh, in the West. And it's, you know, it's a safe, non-addictive, relaxant that reduces nerve nervous tension and can promote promote restfulness uh so mechanisms of action i always love mechanisms of action um there are two main groups of compounds there we have valerianic acid and iridoids and their derivatives that together can have this sedative effect and that can increase uh concentrations of the gaba neurotransmitter so that can that's one of the ways that it can help restfulness dosage 400 to 600 milligrams of root extract a day is recommended. Um, there are, that, that's in a capsule form, right? You want to make sure it's a root extract. There are some contraindications. So if you are pregnant, plan to become pregnant, or if you're young, um, particular under five years old, it's not recommended. We just don't have enough data there. And there's some, there could be some issues with certain medications and certain, certain antidepressive 
med medication. So again, just like with all these, all these things that we're recommending or talking about, always consult with the provider, you know, see if it's right for you. Kava um, has a similar relaxed, relaxive, or, uh, or I guess restful effect in the body. Um, it's very, very common within the people of the Pacific Islands. Okay, so it's it's used as regularly as we use coffee, honestly, in in many parts of the Pacific Islands. So um, there are other there are a lot of compounds there too. Kava lactone is probably the biggest one, and so you want to look for kava lactone concentrations on a supplement um, to actually see that it contains that bioactive compound. Uh, and yeah, neuroprotective, anti-anxiety, and sedative properties as well. Now, yeah, for, um, for dosage, 500 milligrams of the root extract a day it seems sufficient and is consistent with the literature to help with sleep. Uh, but furthermore, you know, looking at that, like in that kava lactone, you should see between 50 and 200 milligrams of that on the capsule. Okay, so... Um, so yeah, you'll saw, you'll commonly see 50 or 75 milligrams, which is good, which is safe and you can have that. Uh, but if you are pregnant, have renal disease or liver disease, contraindication indications there. Now you can take both together uh, because in general, valerian root can help people uh, fall asleep and kava can help people stay asleep. All right, so you, if you wanna experiment with it in a more gentle way, tea is a, is a really great way to go. So if you have, if you're lucky to have an apothecary nearby and you have access to good dry herbs, um, of course you can get these online too, but uh, visit your apothecary, see if you can find valerian root, the actual dried root and kava, and then you can steep that in hot water. Um, it'd be extremely difficult to, to reach any kind of toxicity with a tea like that. So that would be a good way to start and having that maybe a night ritual uh, to see if that helps with sleep. Those are two great ones for sleep. And then um, for stress, anxiety, big, big fan of adaptogens. So maca root, like we, we talked about that is an adaptogen. There's a lot out there. There's rhodiola, shisandra berry, uh, other mushrooms, but probably my favorite is ashwagandha. Ashwagandha is also gaining a lot of traction it's very it's it's maybe the most famous adaptogen um as of right now too and it's a lot a lot of literature now to support its its use for stress and anxiety so adaptogens ultimately help your body adapt to physiological and psychological stressors uh and it has this accumulation effect so the more you take it the more consistent you are the more the, the greater chances are that you are going to see results from that. So it's not like, you know, a lot of, a lot of pharmaceutical drugs where you take it and you feel an effect right away. And that, that's pretty consistent with a lot of herbs. So you have to kind of trust that process and you want to feel something, but it takes time, especially with adaptogens. But yeah, ashwagandha, you want to look for um, a full spectrum root extract. Uh, 700 milligrams a day is what, what I've seen, what I've researched myself as being the most effective there. Uh, and it's again safe, non-toxic, but um, there there are some contraindications too. So before starting that, you know, or, or experimenting with that, also check uh, to make sure that you're you're in the clear. I want to say anything else about ashwagandha. Hey Jack, um, I, can yeah. I ask you a question? Because because this is actually something that came up. Because like I swear to God, I'm like the I'm like a child. I love the ashwagandha gummies. 
Like they're so okay. good. And then I saw that they had KSM 66. Like, how do you know if something's full spectrum or not? KSM 66 is full spectrum. Um, and that I, I definitely support that one because that one is the most researched form of ashwagandha. It is very consistent. Um, and they, and so you can look at there's with Those are the bioactive compounds that are mostly responsible for the beneficial effects when it comes to sleep, when it comes to anxiety, it acts on the HPA axis. So you can act just like I was mentioning the, the kava lactone is a compound within kava. You want to make sure you see that on the supplement. You want to make sure you see um, with analytes also on the supplement of, of an ashwagandha. Um, sometimes ashwagandha supplements, they, they like say, you know, on the label, they'll, they'll be like a propri proprietary blend with an asterisk and you don't really know what's in it. Um, so, but KSM 66 is full spectrum. I like it a lot. Uh, I, I do also like Gaia herbs and herb farm. They have good full spectrum ashwagandha root too. the gummies. Yeah. Oh yeah. So if they, again, if it has this KSM 66, then thumbs up for me. You know, I, I will eat a gummy every day. I won't swallow a pill every day, but I will yeah. eat a gummy every day. <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah. Fair it's so, it reminds me of like um, fish oil, right? Like when you see like, oh, like a thousand milligrams of fish oil, but like how much, how much EPA and DHA omega-3s are really yeah. good as well. You know what I mean? Like, cause you can have a thousand milligrams of fish oil, but like 200 milligrams of omega-3s and like 800 milligrams of that is pure bullshit. You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. crazy. Um, so you really have to look at the active compounds. Yeah. And with that one, you I mean, you got, you got to be careful with how it's stored too. Right. Um, with, with omega-3s and fish oils, they're so susceptible to becoming rancid. I, I would say for most herbs, I mean, I, I always put them in the fridge. I keep, I really? keep, or yeah. Um, I don't know for sure if that helps maintain purity potency, but it, I think would only help. If you have oils, then it might, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I've always heard like away from sunlight. And so I always store mine in like an airtight jar or container, yeah. like not transparent. That's like got like a tint to it. Cause the sunlight, I think, I mean, it just speeds up the comp compounds reactions and aging anyway. I mean, these, these are really like actual living plants that we're talking about. Herbs are just plants and plants have a, you know, a decaying rate. And so like we dry them and we slow it down, but it doesn't stop it completely. Just like freezing doesn't stop a turkey from going bad in the freezer after five years, mm -hmm. which is my current yeah. problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Um, Brittany, you got any herbs? Well, not, um, I grew up eating Moringa a lot. Really? Actually, we eat, yeah, that's why whenever your dad was talking about it, when we were talking that one time, Maybe. we used to cook it with chicken, with our soup, um, all the time. And it's not like, you know, it, we eat it with, um, ginger with the chicken. And then we add the Moringa or sometimes we'll have Mongo beans with Moringa. Um, but it was a staple for us. Um, so we, was it the leaf? Eat, we eat the leaves. The leaves. Yeah, yeah. the leaves. Great. So we'll like take it and we'll pull it from the, the vine and you know, they're really, really thin. So I remember my grandma would say, okay, this is your job. And I would just have to like do that and all the leaves would fall. Awesome. And then she would just rinse it and then just put it with the food. But we grew up eating like no pills, no gummies, just straight from the, from the soil. Um, That's it right there. Amen. So, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Jack, I just, I know Jenna, I showed you that I bought the, the Gaia Farms, the radiola pills like two weeks ago and I started taking them and they're, they're great actually. Awesome. Um, radiola? I'm going to try the, yeah. Did you say, yeah, awesome. Yeah. 
that yeah. that's my second favorite adaptogen but it's it's a it's a really good one and it has a little bit more of a stimulatory effect so uh, ashwagandha tends to have a little bit more of a relaxing um calming effect uh mm -hmm. and so yeah it's not gonna be like caffeine by any means but rhodiola it just keep that in mind i i um if you notice any problems with sleep having it if you, and if you if you're having it later in the evening uh try to have it earlier yeah, but I noticed though that um, it helped me focus more than ashwagandha. Ashwagandha was like, oh, I'm gonna go like that a little yeah. bit. And then, me too. You know, I can't yeah. do anything oh. exactly. So I tried not to take it ashwagandha. Um, like, but the first thing that I do is the the raviola because that I I noticed it has helped me focus and like even with um my um endurance you know trying to run like a 5k it, it has really helped me out a lot the ashwagandha i have left that alone because yeah. it just makes me just oh i don't do anything today you know that feeling so oh yeah and i and i then you know like looking back at it the reason why i don't like taking ashwagandha is because um i, I i'm a thinker and it like freezes my brain almost <laughs> then i'm like what the heck was that you know it's like maybe not like memory loss but like it's just, it's calmed me so much that um, I just don't want to think. You're not productive, right? I had the same <laughs> no. problem. If I took ashwagandha yeah. in the morning, I'd be out for the day. But if I took it in the evening, I'd sleep. So the timing was important for me. I mean, you, Brittany, you bring up great points too. Like that, we all respond differently, different things. We have different preferences. Um, and based on where our starting point is as well. Like if we run higher on energy or lower on energy, we could be, mm -hmm. it could be affected differently. So I think got to be like you were talking about in the beginning jenna be your own investigator how does how does it really affect you be in tune with that and just because on paper it might help reduce anxiety doesn't mean it is going to be the perfect choice for you so um yeah that's what you got you gotta just try things out go through trial and error period yeah you guys i had like um another herbs like picked out for today but i feel like we might need to do like a couple podcasts on herbs this has been so freaking great like this is delicious information i hope people enjoy it yeah.